Yes, friends, you have made it to week three of this podcast series that we're doing, or maybe you're just popping in for the first time, but either way, I'm glad you're here. We are basically rolling through the six levels, one each week, of the Systems to Scale framework that I have built for advisors based on my experience running my own successful practice for 16 years, along with the experiences of coaching literally hundreds and hundreds of advisors now over the last eight years or so. The goal is really to build out systems and processes, the back end of your office so that you can run like a well-oiled machine. We all know that imagery of the duck gliding around on the top of the water, looking all peaceful and smooth and everything underneath its little legs just kicking and churning like crazy. And that's really what we want our business to be like. The goal is to be able to work at the level that you want to and to be able to sleep at night knowing that your team is executing, nothing is slipping through the cracks. You're delivering the service with that customer service, that customer experience you've dreamt of, and it all just feels really good. Not to say there's never hiccups or problems or stress associated with your business, but the goal is really to get you excited about your business again and get you running it instead of it running you. So this week, we are going to focus on that third level of the systems to scale framework, attract. So no more messing around. Let's just jump on in. And look, I know you are joining me for this six week podcast series now, and let's be totally honest. Obviously you're not going to be able to do all of the work that we're talking about in a week. So make sure that you're planning tons and tons of time and know that this is a whole process and you can come back to these episodes whenever you want. My objective here is to really just lay out this system for you and give you a roadmap to work on and whatever time frame works for you. Now, if you join the group coaching program, we're not going to do each and every step. There's just no way. This is literally multiple years of work and effort in your practice. But if you do join the group program, which opens up on July 19th with a start date of August 24th, we do get into many, many, many of these parts pretty deeply and build out some of what I think are the most important systems and processes to have within the business and give you some of the tools and resources to help you along the way. I mean, we work, we work together for a year, so it takes a long time. And I just want to make sure that I reiterate that and that I'm really clear with that as we move through this so that you don't have just crazy, unrealistic expectations for yourself that you should be getting one of these levels done in a week before the next podcast launches. There's just absolutely no way. And I know that you're here and you're listening to this series because you know it's possible to have energy left over for your family and still have your dream business, the business that you are running instead of it running you. And if you're new to the Efficient Advisor, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Libby Grywe, and I started from scratch, built and sold by age 37, a 100% referral-only planning practice that I grew to seven figures as a solo advisor all while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year to lean into being a mom, wife, friend, sister, daughter, and frankly, a travel-obsessed human who loved taking extended vacations. And I am here just to walk alongside you and to show you how to do exactly the same and to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling, organizing, 
and creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. We are about to transform your practice by taking that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. So let's dive into week three. Okay. We're talking attract and to be very clear, this level is not about prospecting. That is so, so important, but it's not in the scope of what we're talking about here this week because there are a zillion ways to do this business successfully. You've heard me say it before. It doesn't matter if you're with a broker dealer. It doesn't matter if you're an RIA. It doesn't matter if you charge for planning, if you plan for free, if you're free only, if you do AUM, I don't really care who you are and how you do business. I mean, I do care who you are. You know what I mean? But I don't care how you do business. There's a whole boatload of ways to do this job successfully. And there's a zillion ways to prospect. You could be a LinkedIn, you know, just megastar. You can do webinars. You can do white glove referral events. There's just so many different ways. And you really do still need to systematize those, but that's not what we're doing in this phase. This phase is the universal to all things about attract. And before I forget, don't forget to grab the PDF. I have got it linked in the show notes for you. You can use this as your own roadmap to walk you through each of the six levels in your own time and all of the steps associated with each level. It's right there for you for free. So you can do this on your own. Or of course, if you want the accountability, the templates, the resources, the coaching, the camaraderie, all the things, you know, feel free to check out the group program, but let's go. Okay. Attract. So let's talk attract. There are five parts to this level. And I like this level because number two, create, which we talked about last week was hard and heavy. I think the attract phase is lighter and more fun. It's less intense, if you will, which we need before we jump into the next couple of layers. So the create phase that we went through last week requires so much brain work and it's very detailed and it can be a little monotonous and it can be a little arduous, but crazy effective. This week we're talking attract, which I said is light and kind of fun. So there are five pieces to the attract phase that we're going to talk about briefly today. The first one is packaging and pricing your planning process. Okay. And I have to be careful here because I feel like I could just go on and on and on about this part. There are a couple of episodes that I'll mention here. Number 52 is all about offers and not having too many offers and how to create your offers. So make sure you check that out. I'll link it in the show notes. The title of that episode is, are you confusing your clients, focusing your planning options to reduce indecision? And that whole episode dives into how many offers, what your offers should look like, how having fewer offers helps move your clients along through the process. But basically what we're talking about it is productizing your process. So we are going to create a standard service offering and a consistent process for delivering this product. And you have a couple of different options, right? So some advisors have maybe two to three different offers, but I always suggest no more than three. 
that gets to be too many choices for your client and gives them analysis paralysis and potentially an opportunity for indecision to set in. So this package process will come with a preset price if you are charging for planning, right? And we'll know how much time it takes for our team to prepare and deliver this service. So we want to think of our planning like a company that makes a product. It costs the same amount every time. So we charge the same amount every time for our planning service. And again, you can have a couple of different options, maybe a basic and a complex, or you might have a basic offering, a complex offering, and asset management only offering. I don't care what it looks like, but it's made and prepared the same way each time using systems, templates, processes, etc. It takes the same amount of time to produce it each time, and you and your team know exactly what to expect. There are schematics in the way that it's done, meaning there is a documented process to make this product, which is what we did in the create phase. And anyone can make it if they are trained to follow the instructions. That means that there is scale to this process and you aren't the only person who has to do every single part of it. And don't let that, you know, all that systematizing and productizing, you know, make you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to be cranking out a one size fits all plan. No, absolutely not. You can still customize. So think of it like if you go to five guys, you can get your burger with pickles or without pickles. I can get mine with or without onions, but the main product, the burger, it's the same every time. So my rule when it comes to templating is about 80% of what you do should be the same each time. And then 20% is customized to that client. And you can do that really, really well when you serve similar customers with similar problems and offer similar solutions, which is what we talked about in that phase one under define. So what we're really honing in on here is that owning a process product makes it easier to pitch. You can be really clear about what it is that you offer and customers, clients, prospects will be more likely to buy your product. If it's sort of wishy-washy, it's harder to explain. Therefore, it's more difficult for your client to understand exactly what it is you offer and to truly grasp the value of it. And when you have, so like think of it like Cheerios, right? When you go to the store, there is a couple shelves of cereal. And on the bottom shelf, you've got the family giant size box of Cheerios. On that next shelf up, you've got the, you know, regular box. And then on the next shelf up, you've got those little teeny tiny cereal boxes that, you know, you could put in a lunchbox or something, or, you know, that you get at a hotel. So same product, three different sizes. And you know that General Mills knows exactly how much it costs to produce each of those products. They know exactly what they're going to sell it to the grocery store for. They know how much the grocery store can market up to you and I so that the grocery store can make their margin. And then we have three choices of how we want to buy. And we know exactly how much is in each box because it's printed right there on the front. There is no guessing as to how many servings this box has or how much it weighs. There is no guess as to what's inside and what's not inside. We know exactly what we're buying and it allows us to make a faster, easier, swifter choice based on the value that we perceive and based on what it is that we're looking for. 
So in that same in that same vein, General Mills knows exactly how much it costs to make the Cheerios, how much the bag inside the box costs, how much it costs to print their box in whatever four color that they're doing. They know how much it costs to ship it to the stores. They know every single thing about what it costs to produce that product. And you as the consumer know just about everything that you need in order to buy it. And when you customize your approach too much, it gets hard to scale. And for those of you that know, I love, love, love the book by John Warlow called Built to Sell. I honestly think the title should be Built to Scale, personally. Um, for those of you that are not interested in selling your practice anytime in the near future, hey, don't let the don't let the title deter you. It is an amazing, funny little book. It's written like a novel and it's super short and it's a super fast read, but it's super duper impactful. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes too. But the idea here behind the book and behind this part of the system to scale framework inside of this attract is to really build out your packages, identify exactly what the deliverables are, exactly what the client buy-in is, what is the price, and be able to then explain it through what I call your how story. And so in that Week one, uh, you know, where we talked about define, we spent some time talking about establishing your compelling why story. So now we're building upon that. We've done the work. We've built out some of the processes in that second level. And now here in this third level, your process becomes, and what we turn into what we call a how story. So your compelling why story is part of that DNA of your brand, the why you got into this, why you love helping people, the thing that's going to compel prospects to do business with you. And now you're sharing your how story. And this is how you do the planning, but most importantly, how you provide transformation to your prospects so they know what to expect of the process. So there was an, a Wise Owl marketing study done back in 2021. And the, the data is crazy compelling and you can go back. There's an episode that I did on getting started in video where I talk all about, um, this wise owl study, but basically 96% of people have watched some sort of explainer video to learn more about a provided service, including financial planning services. So not just product and 86% of people who were convinced to buy a service watched a brand's video. So 96% watch to learn, and then 86% are convinced by this video. And I'm not even saying that you have to use this in your video. What I'm saying is that what I'm taking away from this is that people want to know specifically how you do something. So having this how story sketched out will not only help you sell your planning process, more people will actually come to you when they see, hear, understand about how it is that you solve their problems. They will be more likely to come to you versus another planner who has a more generic or more wishy-washy explanation, or really no explanation sometimes, of how they do it. And in coaching with advisors one-on-one or in the group program, you know, we walk through these phases, right? The define, and then we create, and we build out this very defined process with all of the systems to back it up. And then it's about getting out there and sharing it through this compelling 
how story. And I did a whole episode where I was actually a guest on Get Advisor Fit with Olivia Looper. And it's episode number 52 of my show. She was generous and gracious enough to give me the audio. And I will walk you through in that episode, again, trying not to make today's episode, you know, five hours long, um, walk you through all of the details of a how episode. And there is a downloadable worksheet where it's got a kind of fill in the blanks, Mad Lib style outline of how to sketch a compelling how story. And if you are in the group program, the cool part is, is we're going to write these together and then I'm going to edit it and make tons of notes and make sure that you've got this thing high and tight and ready to go so that you can start using it in whatever way you want to within your practice. And the third part of attract is updating all of the things to your new brand story. So we've defined it, we've created this process, we've got your how, and then we're going to go and do all of those little obnoxious things, whether it's you or somebody on your team, I don't care, but we're going to go around, whether it's your Google business, your LinkedIn, your website, your whatever, and we're going to update all the things to match this new brand story and this new how story. So making sure that the tagline you have on your LinkedIn accurately reflects the transformation and your elevated elevator pitch on what you do for clients and how you do it. So as your clients are researching you and they will, even if you came as a referral, they're still going to do a little research. We want you to pop when it comes to wowing those clients and speaking directly into the minds and hearts of your ideal client avatar. And the cool part about a house story and kind of quoting that wise owl study is you can make a video, and for those of you that are like, oh, no, please don't make me do it. You don't have to, you don't have to, but whether it's video or just social media posts, starts, blogs, LinkedIn articles, etc., your how story can be a compelling piece of content that you can use and really repurpose in literally probably 10 or 15 different ways. One of the exercises that I do love in the group program is, is encouraging people and having a day where we all record our how stories and just getting them out there, even if it's not perfect, even if it's a little messy and we could always come back and make it fancy, but just being that advisor that makes that step, that gets that how story video out there into the world, whether it's social media, on the website or whatever. And those 96% of people who want to watch an explainer video to learn about a service-based business and those 86% that have been convinced to buy a service from watching a brand's video, we want to have that available and capture those people. So this will be the push to get that done. And of course we do it early on in the program so that one of the things about the group coaching program is because we don't cover every single thing, we also don't do it in a linear way. So because of things like compliance and having to get things approved, uh, we do some of this work early on and then come back and do the recordings and some of this other work around your house story after we have approval. So it's all timed out. We've done this a couple of times now. I feel like the group coaching is becoming a well-oiled machine, which is really exciting. And so the lastly, it's making that video. Of course, again, that's always optional, but if you are wanting to set yourself apart, if you are wanting to be able to attract the right prospects faster 
and build trust quicker, video is absolutely the way to do it. But the good news is, is you're going to be able to use that how story in your initial, whether it's a discovery meeting or connect meeting or whatever you want to call it. In those initial meetings, you're going to share this how story to explain your process and your clients are going to love it. They're going to remember it. They're going to understand it. And they're really going to have a very clear set of expectations going into this. So this is one of the things I love about a house story is when you can explain what the process looks like. So maybe you say we do, you know, these five meetings and this is what it looks like. You're going to reduce the desire for clients to come back and kind of try to customize or for them to lead your process. So you are effectively and very efficiently eliminating things like clients wanting to add extra meetings or add things that are outside of scope to your process, uh, which makes it a lot more efficient and effective. And you're going to have, your team is going to get dialed in on how they deliver that service because it's a standardized process. So the less customization, the easier it is to train, the easier it is to scale and all of the things. So that in a nutshell is the third phase, the attract phase of the systems to scale framework. And don't forget to check out episode number 52 on creating your offers and making sure you're not confusing your clients. And then episode number 62 with Olivia Looper. And again, there is a download that goes along with that. That's totally free. You guys can grab and use it to work through. And I invite you to check out more information on the group coaching program that becomes available tomorrow, July 19th. I am so, so excited. I know this is coming out later than I originally wanted to. I wanted to have it ready to go for January of this year, but just with all the things and, and I just, I really wanted to make sure before we launched that I had taken all of the feedback from the first two rounds and really incorporated it and added in some of the new tools and resources that I think are really going to make a difference. And that just takes time. And then again, we don't want to launch the whole point of the program starting in August is really to align with sort of the natural rhythms and cadences of a calendar. Starting a program in the middle of summer is crazy town, especially if you're a parent. So I love August as a start date, and here's why. For me, as a mom, it's when my kids are back in school, and I feel like, okay, we got through summer, we, we survived summer, we thrived through summer, and now the kids are back in school. I feel like I can take a deep breath, and I can really focus and re-energize. And that was sort of the theme or the cadence in my business for the last couple of decades. And again, like I love a January start because it's all that new year, new you vibes. You're excited about new goals that you have for your business in the new calendar year. So that's why I like that January launch and an August launch for those reasons. And then the beautiful part about this program is that we are really working around some of the natural rhythms of a calendar. So because some of this work is heavy and takes time, even though I'm giving you tools, resources, templates, all of the things, it still requires a lot of work and effort, right? It's a done with you. It is not a done for you. I can give you all the chassis in the world, but you're still going to need to customize it to the work that you're doing with the programs that you're using and the tech stack that you have and the team that you have, all the things. And we do take a break 
um, in the August start program, we do take a break for about a month around the holidays so that you can actually relax and enjoy the holidays and continue to get some of the work done, but maybe not at quite such a rapid pace because, you know, life. And then in the January start, we tend to take a break about a month over the summer because, hey, it's summer and life. So I love following those natural rhythms and those natural cadences and think about that just in your own business as you start to map out themes and map out plans and think about your client service model. There's so much to consider in order to create a practice that is very well intentioned and just thought through when it comes to rhythms and calendars. So anyways, I hope you guys found this episode helpful. Make sure you grab those downloads. Don't forget to grab the systems to scale framework PDF that you can take and tack up onto your bulletin board and work through it at your own pace. Or you, like I said, you can feel free to check out more and join us in the systems to scale group coaching and mastermind. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you.